Welcome to an Etymology of Dreaming. I'm your host, Sue Scavo, and I'm excited to share a recent conversation I had with my partner, Bill St. Cyr, and yoga teacher, T.S. Little. First, a little bit about the three of us. Bill St. Cyr is a dream and consciousness practitioner, group leader, and teacher. He's been working with dreams and exploring consciousness his entire adult life. He's a co-founder and co-director of Students of the Dream and Limina, a school for dreams and consciousness. He has devoted his life to the exploration of consciousness and the very tender human journey of coming into deeper consciousness in a traumatized world. T.S. Little lives in Santa Fe, where he directs his school, Prajna Yoga, with his wife, Surya. He is the author of three books, including his most recent book, The Yoga of the Subtle Body. In addition to leading yoga workshops and teacher trainings throughout the U.S. and around the world, T.S. currently offers online classes through Yoga Globe. His approach synthesizes years of study of classical yoga, Sanskrit, Buddhist studies, anatomy, massage, and trauma healing. And me? For those of you who do not know me, I too am a dream and consciousness practitioner and am, a, and am a the co-founder and co-director of Students of the Dream in Limina. I've been working with dreams for over 18 years, especially in relationship to trauma and creativity. Bill and I have led dream workshops and retreats throughout the U.S., Canada, and Europe. I also served as an editor and writer for a series of books about dreams, and I'm currently working on my own book about dreams called Dreams and Etymology. Over the last several years, we've presented dream workshops at Prajna Yoga in Santa Fe with T.S. Little and Henry Shukman, and we've all been struck with the potency of these two powerful practices. This year at Prajna, we are offering a retreat called Yoga Nidra and Dreams. We are going to explore how we weave dreams into our yoga practice and or we're weave yoga into our dreaming practice. We are incredibly excited to be working together to create what we feel is a groundbreaking work, the dreams and the body. I hope you enjoy our conversation about why we feel so excited to be exploring the bringing together of these two amazing practices. If you are interested in learning more about the retreat or about exploring dreams in the body, if you cannot make the retreat, you can find more information at studentsofthedream.com and also prajnayoga.net. Thanks again for listening. Again, if you're interested in learning more about the retreat or about exploring dreams, yoga, or dreams and yoga, please do contact us. You can find information about it all at studentsofthedream.com and also prajnayoga.net. Welcome. My name is Sue Scavo. I'm co-founder of Students of the Dream and Lumina, a school for dreams and consciousness with Bill St. Cyr, who's also co-founder, and with T.S. Little, who is the founder and master teacher of Prajna Yoga. And today we're going to talk about a very exciting collaborative project that we're doing. We're going to be doing a yoga and dream training weekend in September at Prajna Yoga. So we're here to talk about what that retreat is going to be all about and what you can expect at the retreat. And we're also here to talk about the intersection of yoga and dreams and why we think this is an important thing to open up and collaborate with. So, uh, welcome, Bill and Tia. Great to be here. Really nice to be with you. So, I think I think it'd be really great to start by just ask, maybe talk about what it what is the intention of this retreat, why we want to do this, and what we're hoping people will come away from the retreat with. So, who would like to start? Tia, do you want to start? Sure. Yeah, I, I 
from my own personal practice, the dreams and yoga uh, and meditation experience are just really such a powerful combination. My own study around dreams and recollecting dreams and processing dreams has been really just transformational in my own work. And my, my eagerness is to share this with students and teachers alike. And I feel like for many of us who've worked in the tissue, connective tissues for many, many years with poses that touch and strengthen, here's a whole nother level of awareness that we can generate working with visions or with working with the imag- imaginary realm as is sort of classic in a lot of yoga tantra practice and Buddhist practice where after working through the physical tissues, there's an opportunity to really work with dream and this imaginary realm. I find this is yet a, a subtle layer, another subtle layer of practice that all yoga students and practitioners will find to be really shift in their own bodies, that find real changes that can occur in breathing patterns and their glandular secretions and state of mind. So I'm, I'm really thrilled that to be part of this offering of yoga and dreams. You want me to go next? Yeah. It's interesting, actually. It was yoga that originally opened me to my dreams. When I was originally doing yoga, when I would reach, be doing a pose, I would get to kind of an edge in the pose. And then if I took a breath into that moment, what would happen for me is that emotional material would open up for me that I didn't, at that point, really didn't know what to do with. Also, my dream life opened up at that time. I was the person who had never actually paid attention to my dreams, and suddenly I had these dreams that were, like, incredibly vivid. One night, I actually had a dream that woke me up in the middle of the night, and uh, I spoke with a fellow yoga student from the time who actually was doing dream work, and that's actually what launched my dream prayer. So for me, this is a continuing exploration of my own personal yoga practice and the dream practice that I've had now for, that was 20 years ago now. I'm just really excited to formally, I've never really, form, we've never really formally brought this together. We've done a couple of retreats at Prashna Yoga. We love working with Tias. We love the space. We love being there. Uh, but what I'm really excited is about actually taking the energy of both of these traditions working them together in a complementary way that is, to me, a very exciting and kind of obvious next step for us. So, yeah, I'm just really excited about it, excited to be working with Tias and looking forward to the retreat. I mean, for me, I what is very exciting to me is as a dream practitioner, I, I love that we are collaborating on this. And, you know, working together with you, Tias, coming from someone who knows the body and knows in such intimacy in a way that I don't know. Like, I feel like I know the dream realm with a great deal of intimacy. And so to bring the two together feels really powerful and natural, actually. Because as a practitioner, when I'm working in my own practice and with students and dreamers, really part of how we work with dreams is through the experiential, is through the body. So when we do retreats, we embody the dreams, we stand up, we, we try up, you know, we stand in, in different parts of the dreams, we move around. So, you know, one of the things I've learned about dreams and how they work with us and the way that we work with dreams is, is through the experiential, through our feelings, through that fragile place of 
the feeling body. I mean, because you talk about in the subtle your book uh, Yoga and the Subtle Body, like to me, like the subtle body is also part of the, the where the dreams work. And so there's something about when we're working with dreams, how dreams want to change us, not just our consciousness, not just how we move in the world or how we protect ourselves, but open us, but also to open our bodies. And if we learn through the body, often when we're working with people in dreams, they experience it like full body. There's a kind of alchemy that can happen when we're working with dreams around all this. To bring the practice of the body and the practice of the dream, which to me comes from the dream landscape and this and our feeling body, is to is to really bring together two powerful practices that can help each other, inform each other, maybe, I don't, I don't want to speed up, but round two together, like to really help us be in our bodies in a new way, both physically and then spiritually and emotionally. Many people who have different modalities of practices besides dreams, including yoga, and, you know, I always encourage people to bring their dream practice into their yoga or meditation or, you know, whatever other movement practices they have, and it's profound what happens when the two come together. Mm. Well, I, I think so, too. I, in my uh, programs and coursework and on, in the personal practice, the, one of the tenets is listening, just listening to pulsation or listening to sensation or listening to small quiver of movement that comes across the body. And so I, I really feel like listening is one of the um, common threads in the dream work and the yoga. And so while we do somatic listening, listening to, you know, the movement of the nadis or the, the nerve pathways or how blood moves, uh, what, what, what I'm excited about is bringing together this listening or following, tracking image that comes from dreams or feelings that come from dreams into the body to give us more vocabulary, give us all more really larger map from which to work. Everyone does dream, even though students often say, oh, you know, I, I never dream. There's there's a, even just a wisp of an image that one might be able to recollect from dream uh, or even in a, in a, a meditation, uh, a waking meditation, there'd be an image that comes. And to really bring, listening to that image of bringing it into the awareness, the landscape of awareness, to be able to work even more that subtle fineness of connection. And, and a lot of it does involve a pause of just waiting and watching and seeing what needs to come through. I think the, the dream work and the somatic work around yoga uh, in, in terms of listening is a really uh, easy connection and really powerful connection to make. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I love that you're speaking about listening because when we work with our dreams, we are learning to listen to another part of our psyche, another realm, another story that the dreams want to bring to us. But there is a way that listening to me is very ingrained in the way we practice dream work. Like listening to the stories, listening to our bodies in the stories, listening to what's happening in the dream story, and then, you know, and then slowing it down and pausing those moments in dreams to open up open them up a little bit more I, you know i often think of when i work with yoga like there's a place to hold the pose and you take a breath into it instead of like moving through quickly but there's something that we do that with dreams we instead of moving through the story of the dream quickly maybe even the way we have done in the dream 
we slow it down, we pause in each moment to listen to see what's there, to listen to our, to hear what our body is saying, to hear what our feelings are saying, or to hear whatever stories from our past need to emerge, or whatever healing is there to emerge. So it's it's an, it's a way of of listening to what our unconscious and what the dream is, is bringing us. Right. I mean, I think that's kind of confirmed by our experience working there at Prajnatiya. The people who come to the retreats, most of who are yoga students or yoga practitioners themselves, they all they already kind of know how to do the work on a certain level. So when we do dream work with them, the, the pace of the dream work tends to be very fast and very deep because people who do yoga are already in that realm of subconscious, unconscious, subtle body that you're talking about. So when we work with dreams, it just melds together really quickly. Mm, kind of well, cool. I, I've, always, I've always, the retreats we do at Prajna are always really different than every other retreat that we do, I think, <laughs> because of that. There's like kind of an intensity. We dive right in on a level that has to do with the devotion already that the people who come have for their personal and spiritual growth work. Yeah, I think that a lot of yoga practitioners are um, really ready for another, you know, level or strata of um, of the work. And and I feel dreams, working with dreams, is really the right medicine. And historically, in yoga training, the dreams from the writings of the Upanishad or the Vedas have been means of yogis to be able to see outside of their own immediate surroundings and, and into a realm of the depth psyche. So I, I really feel that, that many are ready, but I, I have also heard that some students say, oh, I'm afraid of doing dream work because it's overwhelming and um, the content, you know, is really is really scary for me. And it's so interesting um, that that should be the response to dreams because beginning yoga students say the same thing about postures. It's like, oh, I'll never, I'm not able to do that, that whole posture like Hanumanasana or a full wheel. You know, that's too hard for me. And so I think this point about slowing down and just taking a dream image by image or sensation by sensation is really important. Part of core of a philosophy around working with dreams is that the dreams want to meet us where we are and they also they do want to challenge us and open us and bring us into work that we may not even be aware of that we need they are never going to push us farther than where the wisdom of the dream feels like we need to open up to and so when we're working with people we take that into consideration but we also take in and we also take into consideration what our consciousness is, is ready for and what we're not ready for you know we see dreams as invitations and as potential guides, very much a spiritual practice, part of what people lose in their lifetimes or lose through whatever experiences we've come through is this place of choice and like feeling like we have choice or our place where we can learn our own discernment. You know, part of this practice of working with dreams is about learning to have our voices again, learning to have, to learn to listen to what is my discerning voice, learning to find the place where I can say yes and no. I find that in yoga, too. We can't push past our bodies. It's about learning to be with body and to breathe into where it is, and then we grow into it, and the practice grows up. 
we find the same thing to be true with dreams, that dreams grow us. They grow our capacity to be a student to what the wisdom of the dream is bringing. As teachers, that's how we work with people. We never push people past further than where they feel comfortable going. It really is about learning to be with the energy and finding our own way of being with the energy, our own cycle of being with the wisdom that the dream is bringing, our own cycle about being with the somatic and the feeling energy that's coming so that we can work with the energy in a way that works for us. Yeah, I love this conversation, actually. Part of the confusion for a lot of people is that it's, it's actually a kind of radical notion in our culture that being with our feeling, embodied feeling self is a practice. I, I think most people, even people within our alternative communities, tend to think of the feeling realm and they either think of how people repress their feelings or they think about it in a cathartic way. And it's not that catharsis can't be a good thing. It's just that within the realm of work we're doing with dreams, like you said, T.S., we would never ask people to do a deep catharsis that they were not ready for in the same way that you wouldn't ask them to do an advanced pose. I love that story you said about when people come into yoga and they have the same kind of thing because I think people don't really think that way about their feelings. I actually can learn and I actually need to learn how to be with my feelings and I need to learn how to do that in a way that's safe for me. What's actually kind of cool about the dreams is it actually gives a container and at least the way we work with the dream. So even if there's really an intense emotional work in a dream that somebody doesn't feel ready for, we're not going to ask that person to dive into trauma work or dive into work that feels overwhelming to them. We're going to just take note of what's happening in the dream. And, and the practice really is to be in relationship with that consciousness. So if there's trauma that I carry or this old hurt that I carry, or a deep love that I carry that I've never quite experienced, it's not like we're always going to dive right into it. There's actually a practice in the same way that there's a yoga practice, and you start and you learn step by step how to be with this other part of ourselves. Yeah, that's that's really great. And, and I think that other part of ourselves is a really a, this depth psyche is a place that, you know, yogis have, have explored for millennia. And I think that in the tantric practices, um, there have been deities and various entities embody these feeling states as different personifications. And so I think being an American yogi, you know, I don't have this connection to the gods of India, but, but I feel like the dreams that we have each night or once in a while that will come through are guides like many of these entities in the mythology and of like Hinduism and Buddhism. So Shiva will have a benevolent side and a terrible side. And so our dreams really, I think, are available for all of us just nightly to be able to tap into this great energy, this great Shakti of energy that is really transportive. And that's what's exciting to me about this, exploring this intersection of dreams and yoga, right? And yoga nidra this coming month. So I guess maybe we can speak to what students can expect who are interested in coming. Because it can be a little scary. I mean, when, when you said, often yoga students will be like, oh, I'm scared to open my dreams. I, I find with some of my dreamers, when I say maybe you could incorporate some kind of physical practice with this, I get the same thing. Oh, I'm scared to, I'm scared to do anything with my body. Like, I'm scared to try yoga or 
go for a walk or I'm scared to sit and take 10 minutes to sit with an image or a feeling from a dream. So it's said that I was like, oh, I have the same experience on the other side. <laughs> so maybe we can speak about what people can expect. I mean, we're going to be doing both dreams and yoga. Really, we're going to be exploring the, the intersection and how can work with both practices. I mean, I do want to say it feels a little new to be doing this. I mean, we don't really, we haven't really seen this out in the world, either of dream work or in the yoga world, where many people are working with the two together. So this it really is quite new. So we're going to be exploring how to do this together. You know, I know I'm saying, well, what can students expect? I mean, we're also, we're not sure what to expect because this is going to be <laughs> groundbreaking. We're going to be exploring the territory about bringing these two powerful places that we each have the movement of the body and the movement of our dreams together. Maybe we can speak about what we're hoping students can come away with. You know, I think that in this in this event, um, there will be practice. So, you know, the, our aim, in, in the largest sense, is to embody the wisdom that comes from dreams and to embody the listening and to embody the feeling. And so there'll be a lot of practice. The students will do some sitting practice where they can uh, be with and will sit with, uh, say, a feeling of joy or or shame or pride or uh, the like. And, and so there'll, there'll be some time of sitting. There'll be what we call the sakya movements of, of doing the sensory awareness practice on our back where we can really just take time to, to feel into thoughts, images, and feelings as they move like tremors through through the body. And uh, we'll do some supportive mobilization techniques to support that. And then I think there will also be um, uh, asana to really ground our bones, to be able to, you know, um, in the classic poses, triangle or the half moon pose to really be able to take the feeling state and to really work them in the posture so that there's a stabilization. So I think really that there'll be exploration and lots of movement as well as sitting to um, to work the edges of, of feeling that come up in, in the course of the weekend. And what we'll do We'll weave dreams throughout that. So when we're when we're working with the physical part of it, we will be working with dream moments with people to open up. Spoke earlier to take maybe a moment or an image or an encounter with a person or a being in a dream to open that moment to see what is there to be in the experience of it, and then we're going to weave opening the dream with being with the body in this other way. Right. So, in the, I, I like what you were saying earlier about listening to the dream and the way you practice listening in the yoga and listening in the meditation. Because what we'll be doing is listening to the dreams, and then that material, as we do the dream listening with these dream moments, we can then bring into the sensory awareness training that you're doing in the asana work. And then we can come back also. What's really exciting is that we can come back. Having deepened the experience, we can then come back to those dream moments or look at a different dream moment and and watch how the energy of the dream and the energy of the subtle body work and move together. And that, that's part of, for me, like what has me on my edge of the seat, excited about what we're doing because I 
think that is a kind of extraordinary possibility that I've never heard of anybody doing anywhere. I, I think it's going to be kind of thrilling, actually. Yes, I think that having the intention, the word in Sanskrit is samkalpa, you know, when we have that intention, we can really grow in, in unique ways. And so setting the intention right from the beginning, that the dream will be the thread or the, the visions, the feelings from the dream will be the thread through the entire course. And, and this will just set a, um, will set the stage for really, uh, remarkable insights. So many of us have done yoga classes where we're stretching and lengthening and lifting. And the purpose is that, you know, to become flexible and, and strong. But then when we bring in this whole element of the, the dreamscape, think of it as going to invite students to open all kinds of doorways into their imaginary realm and this and somatic realm and, and just open up a whole new side of the practice untouched before. And this is what's really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm in. I'm in. I feel like I feel really excited. I mean, I, I want to I want to add one thing about for folks who you raised a really good question in the beginning to you about how people say, well, I don't remember my dreams, or oh, well, I couldn't come to the workshop because I I don't have any dreams. I haven't had dreams in years. You know, we hear that a lot when we do presentations and workshops around the country. And usually, when we turn our intention and attention to the dream, we will remember something whether it be an image or a moment, whether it be a full dream, it doesn't really matter. Like one little, what we call snippet, one image is plenty to work with in terms of what we're speaking about here. Also, people have recurring dreams. They have dreams from childhood. They, and as you said, we have images that come when, we're, you know, sometimes we'll be flooded with an image while we're sit in when we sit in meditation or when we're doing physical practice. Those pieces can be worked with as well. It doesn't have to be a dream from now. Like, I have childhood dreams that I remember very vividly that uh, would be powerful to work with. So for those out there who are saying, well, I don't dream, so I could not do it, we, you know, we only need one image. We and, promise you can do it. We promise you can do it. You know, we, we hear this. It's probably the most frequently asked question we get as your presentations is like, well, I don't dream. The dreams are always there waiting for our attention. It's like this conversation that is waiting to be opened. And when we say, oh, wait, there's this conversation that's waiting to be opened, and we, we turn our intention to listen, I'm back to, to listen to the dreams and to listen to say, like, am I dreaming? What are my dreams? I, I guarantee you, you know, 20 years of doing this, I guarantee you something will come up. Something, you know, the dreams will be like, yes, you're listening. Let's, let's be in conversation. And that's, and that's what we can work with. And, you know, we also find that people dream during the retreat. When people come, they're like, oh, I haven't had any dreams. And then after the first day, they remember something. Or they may go into some kind of physical movement, and then the movement reminds them of something, of a dream they had years ago. I just want to reassure people that something will move. It always does. Well, thank you, Tia and Bill and Sue, for, uh, for having this conversation. We're excited. If you want some more information about the retreat, we will let you know. We'll put a link below, info about the retreat. And also, you know, even if you don't come to the retreat and you, you want to be in conversation with either us or Dias about yoga and dreams, you know, this is going to be an ongoing conversation for us. So this is an invitation to the retreat, but 
it's also an invitation to a bigger conversation that we will be having and we would love to have you be a part of. Yeah, we're really hoping that this actually opens up some more collaboration between us um, because we do feel that the opportunity here is kind of endless. I love what you said to us about opening so many more doors that we're not aware of. Like collaboration can be that radical. So thanks, Tius, for being yeah. here. Thank you both. Well, uh, we will see you in September, and it'll be a really magical time, community gathering for this Yoga and Dream event. Thank you for listening. The retreat, Yoga, Nidra, and Dreams, is September 22nd through the 24th at Prajna Yoga in Santa Fe with Valentius, and will be, we hope, the beginning of our collaboration between Embodied Dreamwork and Yoga. For more information, go to studentsofthedream.com or prajnayoga.net. Thanks again.